Welcome to the Physician Associate Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Physician Associate Podcast. My name is James, and today I'm delighted to be joined by PA Alina Sunny, who is a Physician Associate in Gastroenterology. Welcome to the show, Alina. Thank you, James. Thanks for having me. Do you want to start by just introducing yourself, telling us about you, life before you were a PA student? Yeah, sure. Um, So I sort of did my undergraduate in physiotherapy. I sort of worked as a physio for around four months. And I was sort of always interested in medicine and the diagnostic side of things. And, you know, to hear the history from the patient and sort of figuring out why they've come in and how we can sort of help them out. As much as I did enjoy aspects of physiotherapy and working as a physio, which I found very rewarding and, you know, to see you make an impact on the patient's life, I wanted a bit more in terms of progression and things. So I was sort of contemplating applying for grad entry medicine and thinking if that was the right way to go or not. And then I sort of stumbled, I think one of my uh, mom's friends stumbled upon this course and sort of said, oh, you know, have a look and see whether this is something for you. And I felt like I didn't have anything to lose. I was working at that point and I felt like any any experience is good experience at that stage. Um, so I sort of applied to the course at UEA, um, went for the interview process and, yeah, got through that process. And I felt like, okay, maybe this is what's meant to be. Um, I felt like I didn't have anything to lose and I felt that this course was quite suited for me in the sense I would be able to cover a lot in the two years that the course was and also have just see I felt like medicine is not just a job it's sort of a lifestyle it's it's you know it doesn't encompass everything so to sort of make sure I definitely wanted to go down this route um, and got through the course and really enjoyed it and yeah now <laughs> being a pre-existing healthcare professional having your physio background do you think that mm-hmm. helped being a PA student definitely I felt I was very lucky um that uh, the physio course was very much hands-on from you know the first year onwards we had placements and sort of experience working with members of the multidisciplinary team and figuring out how a ward ran and you know working with doctors and nurses and other colleagues of the MDT and I think it made me less nervous and afraid our hospital experiences and I felt that Again, like I said before, I feel like any experience is a good experience. So that having that patient contact from year one of physio really did help uh, in the course as well. And just, you know, in terms of your clinical examinations and just that confidence of how you approach a patient and making sure, you know, you make them at ease and the communication skills that you acquire over the years of training as a physio or just a healthcare professional in general, I think has been instrumental during my time as a PA. It was definitely a lot to learn and a lot to grasp, but I think they always describe the spiral learning. So, you know, learning as you go along. So whether it's something that you read, something that you get from your work experience, your placements, I felt like it was a constant sort of learning curve. And I thoroughly enjoyed the two years and felt like I, I, I learned a lot. Did you, when you were a physician associate student, have a placement in gastroenterology? I did. So I think I had a week or maybe two weeks I'm not too sure but I think at least had a week of gastro placement and I felt like the team was very welcoming and the consultants were very you know willing to have us on board and um, I felt like that experience made me want to choose gastro as a as a place that I wanted to work and I felt that it was a good sort of specialty because it involved you know not just um, sort of ward work but sort of 
practical skills and clinic work and there was sort of a, a, a rounded a rounded experience of things that you could do and I just felt very you know welcomed by the team and the consultants on board. So tell me why you chose gastro what really appealed in the specialty in the medicine in the clinical work that kind of thing what what fires you up about gastroenterology? I think what makes me um, really love gastro is that one you get a wide variety of patients so your patient clientele group is a wide variety so you have patients you know with inflammatory bowel disease you have patients with liver disease uh, you just have a lot of general medicine as well within gastro so you get to see that cohort of patients as well um, I think the main thing was seeing the difference that you can make in a patient's life. I think I got to see a few drains being done, acidic drains being done by the registrars and just seeing that immediate relief for the patient, that symptomatic relief. And and you always get a lot of sick patients and you can see the impact and the difference that you make for these patients' lives and their families. I felt like I could help a little bit. And uh, I just found it, the, the, the subject quite interesting. Like it made me want to learn and yeah, it interested me more than like respiratory or cardiology. I felt like for some reason that this was the, <laughs> this was the specialty that I was into. And you were the first physician associate into gastroenterology in our hospital. What was it like for you going in, treading that new path? But also what, what was it like for your department having to get used to a new member of the team? Mm, I think I was quite blessed in the sense that um, the consultants was very eager to hire hire a physician associate. I sort of made sure that I showed the willingness that I had to want to learn and be a part of their team. So once I graduated, I sort of approached one of the consultants saying, you know, I'm interested in, in working in gastro. And I think even just having that talk and letting them know as to what I could contribute to the team. I think gastro is one of the specialties that one is understaffed and you don't have two registrars within the specialty often, you just get the one registrar. So I felt like they also identified that there is a gap that I could fill. And I think from early on as well, they were they were very keen and um, sort of made sure that I knew that I was just not just there for service provision, but they wanted me to, you know, be able to get into the role and for create the path for this role. And I think having job plan discussion meetings as well, they always made sure that I addressed what I wanted to learn or what I wanted to sort of grasp from the from the job role. So not just doing ward rounds, but also, you know, taking part in clinical skills or if it was clinics that I wanted to do, doing that. So I think it's just a sort of wide variety of experiences that made me go into this route and why they wanted to hire a, a physician associate as well. I guess we at PA school teach and learn quite a lot about liver pathology, things that affect colons and stomachs mm. and, and these sorts of problems in gastro. Did you find it a very steep learning curve in those first few months and getting acquainted to your job? Yeah, definitely. I think I had a month of inductions that just, you know, shadowing others and finding out what, what other roles involved. So the specialist nurses and the registrars, I think, was a very useful learning tool for me, going and seeing referrals with them and the types of patients that they saw. But it was in sort of a one one management pathway fits all kind of thing in gastro. I think it's, it's a very tailored individuals individualized treatment for every patient and so it's not like a set protocol of you know okay this is what I'm going to do with every patient it's it's very individualized and tailored so I think that was one of the uh, learning curves that I sort of found um and I think again 
I was very sort of lucky to have uh, people who are willing to teach and take the time to go through things and having supervised clinic sessions with consultants enabled me to learn a lot. And I think just seeing similar types of patients as well, the, the presenting conditions. So when you see, you know, more of the same presenting condition, that sort of that management type sort of things, uh, you sort of learn a bit more. Brilliant. Can you walk me through what a normal day is like for you as a PA in gastro, if there is such a thing as a normal day or perhaps a normal week? Yeah, I think a normal day for me would be, um, say, Monday mornings, for example, I would, you know, uh, be on the ward, present at ward round, help out the junior doctors on the ward with their ward round jobs. Often I get bleeped for acidic taps or acidic drains out of the hospital, which I go and help out with. So it's either on the medical treatment unit, which is um, sort of located at the hospice for us. So I go there and do drains for patients there. And in the afternoon, I sort of uh, work alongside one of the hepatology consultants for a liver clinic. So that's how sort of the Monday uh, work looks for me. And then Tuesday and Wednesday as well. It's a combination of both just procedural skills like drains and I have another hepatology clinic with one of the other hepatology consultants on a Wednesday afternoon. I get a bit of time for CPD and admin that I accumulate from the clinic work. And then uh, every once a month, we have our liver MDTs, which I attend and also take part in our clinical governance meetings. So they've made me in charge of assigning doctors to the to sort of the morbidity and mortality review. So making sure I assign patients to the doctors. I think just helping junior doctors on the ward on Friday because it tends to be quite busy. And then every uh, third Friday of the month, I sort of do a fibro scan clinic as well. So for patients to check if they've got any fibrosis or scarring in the liver. So that's sort of a, another thing that I uh, do. Yeah, so it's sort of a varied role. So I think, you know, it breaks up my week quite nicely. And for the first two years, I was pretty ward heavy. And that helped me learn a lot as I first started as a physician associate and just learn a lot of the general medicine and how a ward ran and how to access different specialists within medicine and things like that. But um, I quite like the varied role. Fantastic. Sounds like you picked up some real interesting and useful skills. Mm. Not every PA, well, no PA comes out of PA school. Being able to do an acidic drain or a tap is not one of the skills we get taught at at PA yeah. school and fibro scanning can you talk me through the process of how you got learn how you got competent to do those skills how you learned to do those skills I think it's similar to what they say you know you see one you do one and then you teach one I think I was quite lucky that the registrars when I first started would take me along whenever they did drains I sort of started off by just shadowing and observing of how they went on doing a drain then later they would allow me to do the first part of the procedure which is you know applying giving a bit of local anesthetic for the patient and then proceeding with the drain insertion so I think having had that supervised teaching and the registrars are very good to, and they sort of told me like once you're confident let us know because we are happy to sign you off but you know you let us know when you want us to step back and um, so I think that was very comforting for me as well to know that I've got support when I need it and I think it frees up the registrars as well to see you know the referrals and other things that uh, could take up a lot of their time so um, they found that training me up in that would also be helpful just generally for the for the specialty and for the patients that come because it's it's definitely got the drain service has got definitely more busier since I first started uh in 2019 so 
we do have a lot more patients that requiring drains than we initially did. And it's worth pointing out, I suppose, isn't it, for perhaps people who might not know about physician associates, once you're trained up and, and competent in that skill, you stay in the department, you stay as the permanent member of staff as the PA. So you often get good and proficient and efficient at doing these skills. And that initial investment in time and energy spent in training you to do it means that you retain that knowledge and that skill within the department definitely yeah and I think I was told by one of the consultants you know skills like this is something that's invaluable like you know other things a lot of people can do or like fill the gap in doing all runs and things but you know having a skill on board is something that um, is you know quite valuable to the rest of the specialty and the team so and you also mentioned that you do clinics as well now yeah. that you're sort of further down the line and, and more established in the job how did that come about and and what sort of learning and additional training did you need to be able to do that so at the moment um there is a lot of waiting times for our clinic for our liver patients especially and a clinic is one of the things that i express, expressed early interest for because i felt that that is where I learned the most because you're clerking patients, you're seeing new referrals. And I felt it was a very good learning uh, learning point. And it was a gap again that needed to be filled. Um, I started off just shadowing consultants during their liver clinic. And then slowly they would, they I made a list of patients for me. And um, I sort of see my own patients, but discuss the patients with the consultant beforehand and make sure that they're happy with the plan. So the, the range of patients that I see is patients with like a non-alcoholic fatty liver, patients with alcoholic liver disease, uh, patients with hemochromatosis. So it's sort of a wide variety of patients. And I think it's quite nice seeing patients in clinic because you get to see them from day one and have that rapport and, you know, uh, be their point of call and just see how they're getting on really. And it's quite nice to see the full circle. So I had a patient who I first met when she first came to clinic uh, with alcoholic liver disease and cirrhosis related to that. And I used to do acidic drains regularly for her. And then following this, she went on to have a liver transplant. So it's quite nice to see the full circle of, you know, how they first present the things that you've done for them and just make sure that, you know, um, liver transplant was the best sort of management for her and the, the you know she was good that she remained abstinent of alcohol and just to see that the whole picture and just see a patient from start to finish has been really satisfying to watch yeah I bet that was really lovely to hear about that patient and, and seeing them getting better thank you Alina have there been anything that you found difficult as a PA in gastroenterology anything that sort of surprised you or that you found difficult so far I feel like often it would be the changeover that I've struggled with the most, you know, when you will work with the set of team, a set of doctors, and they sort of have to change over when you're the only one remaining or left oh. behind. Same with, same with registrars as well. So I think that's something that I personally just had to get over with in terms of the change, but making sure that I sort of knew how I felt when I first started, you know, being in a new place and being in a new ward and specialty. So just making sure that the new doctors and the new staff that joined us felt welcome and being that, you know, having had worked in gastro for three years now sort of providing the knowledge and the experiences that I've had to make sure that they're welcome and that they feel supported within the specialty I think that's the main thing but um yeah I think so far I've been very lucky to have had a good team to look after me and teach me things it's lovely to hear that you enjoy working with your teams like that so much I, I know I appreciate that as well um working in acute medicine you often 
have doctors that change over quite regularly in your team and you get yeah. to know them throughout the year. What's been some of the highlights of your work as a physician associate so far? I think just being made to feel like a valuable member of the team. So, you know, when I go on annual leave or when I'm, I've taken time off work, they appreciate that when I come back, they're like, oh, you know, you've missed your work or things like that have sort of made me feel like I've, I'm a valuable member of the team. But I think just in general, just seeing seeing where I was three years ago and seeing where I am now and just sort of the the progression in my work, just in my job description in general, um, has probably been the highlight to make sure that, you know, I still progress and I'm still learning and just being provided the opportunity to um decide how I want my job role to progress and what I want to do within the work. One of the difficulties sometimes for people to get their head around is that physician associates at the moment, we're an unregulated profession. We can't order things like CTs or x-rays and we can't prescribe. In practice as a PA in gastroenterology, is that a big problem for you day to day? Having a good team to work with, you know, when I need has prescriptions, I get one of the junior doctors to sign that for me or having registrars who or consultants who are happy to order CTs or x-rays for me for the patients that I see has been useful and helpful but I I do find it frustrating having worked for three years now not being able to do those things and having to you know uh, interrupt or bother somebody else to be able to do those things for me but I think it is frustrating but I'm hoping that you know we finally do get regulated and that's that hurdle is sort of crossed um i've not seen had a particular difficult uh experience where i've not been able to you know get something prescribed or something ordered we know that the gmc the general medical council will become the regulatory body for our profession and we expect it in 2024 so hopefully once that's in place things like prescribing rights and and x-rays and those kind of things will follow on quite quickly so we know that those barriers will soon be overcome hopefully yes and that would be very helpful with our, the, the specialties that we work with and just in general, just with patient contact and cases. Definitely. What's the future looking like for you as a PA in gastroenterology? How do you see the role evolving? What do you want to achieve next? Um, I think just sort of getting more confident in clinics and being able to see referrals is, I think, is something that I want to sort of get stuck in. And just as a, a learning learning curve for me as well, just not just seeing liver patients, but also seeing just the general gastro and being able to manage a few of the general gastro patients. And I think that would be a valuable, valuable skill to have. Um, I think further down the line, very further down the line to think about maybe endoscopies and things. I know that that's something that there is room for I feel confident where I am at the moment so I do but there is something that I'm sort of you know looking forward ahead to accomplish or to do brilliant that sounds really exciting for the future thank you Alina if people have listened to our episode they may have more questions they may have ideas may want to find out more about physician associates and in particular PAs working in gastro where would you point people to get more information I think just in general for finding more information about gastroenterology and if this is a specialty you want to work in, the British Society of Gastroenterology is a good point of call with guidelines and things in place. If you've got a special interest in liver, the British Association of Liver is also good, also known as BASL, B-A-S-L. 
um, is another sort of good site to look into. And I'm more than happy to be contacted if anybody wants any, you know, tips or tricks of how to get a job in gastro and what it sort of involves. So I'm more than happy to be contacted on email. Brilliant. Thank you so much. I'll leave links to those resources that you mentioned and your contact details in the show notes of this episode so people can look on their devices and find it there. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, James. Thank you for your time and taking the time to interview me. And thanks to you for listening as well. I hope that was a really useful and interesting episode for you to listen to, to find out more about physician associates working in gastroenterology. As I say, I'll leave the links um, and Alina's contact details in the show notes so that you can get in touch. If you're a physician associate, if you've got a really interesting job and you'd like to come on the podcast, or if you've got an idea for a future episode that we should make, please get in touch. I'm on social media at PA Podcast UK, and I hope you'll join me again for the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Physician Associate Podcast.